the Empire. The Empire. where you gonna kick up your motherfucking feet and chill out for about an hour or so. Possibly. And, um, yeah, so back to what we said originally. Um, 
I know that's really bad. I just cracked my knuckles. Um, <laughs> the motherfucking daylight saving time has come upon us. And I, I didn't even notice that it did. Actually, yeah. it was just so yeah, funny. Yeah, because you probably was asleep. I was still I was still working on the show at like three o'clock in the morning, and the only reason it was three o'clock in the morning was because it was like one two. Then all of a sudden, it was like oh no, it was like one o'clock. And then it was like oh it's three. We talking about this three o'clock this morning? Yeah. Oh no, I was up. Yeah, it switched over. I was with Empire at the club. Yeah, it switched over. Well, I didn't even pay attention. I was mm-hmm. fucked up like super quickly. <laughs> I didn't pay no attention. I was just like, oh. and and so they say like when daylight saving time happens like that, that's why you gotta get your body the right amount of rest oh. because it's like jet lag. It's like going into a whole different time zone every time it does it. It, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it, it's it just like, like it's just like when when the clocks get set back an hour. Mm-hmm. Now motherfuckers got more day. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't realize how. quick Weekly time was going and it just it was bright as shit and I'm like oh shit it's like six o'clock like I, we we have been in the in the office like for like since like two thirty into like six like for four hours just and like, you thinking like it's normal time it's just a normal time and I look at the, I look over the clock I'm like mm, it's about six o'clock like I gotta get the fuck out of here. right <laughs> so it's crazy um so we as you can see and as you heard in the beginning part um we got the new track. From DJ Evil Empire, and it is a tribute to Big. So yep, yep. March 9th just passed, and we'll definitely get into some more stuff about Big. And I def I wanted to do the show. I definitely wanted to do the show because Big is a huge inspiration to New York, East Coast hip hop, and hip hop in general. So definitely, we, we definitely want to do a show in regards to him. But however, as we like to do it this time. <laughs> Let's go into the ratchet and ridiculous of course of the show. So, first thing that we talked about uh, that we need to talk about is this goddamn set it off play that I'm not watching. <laughs> Why? I'm sorry. Yeah, like I said, I'll take the movie. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, uh, the brat is gonna play Cleo. But if, if I if I was like a crazy crazy the Brat fan, mm-hmm. I would probably watch it just for that. No, I just think that it's um I think well you gotta think about it like this. I drive every day, so sometimes to be able to hear her on my commute to work, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because it it's the big you know it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and you know she's on Dish Nation, so she right. she making the coin. She came back. She hasn't rapped like that in, in years. It's Which not. It's definitely not the the Remy. Kind of take over. And I don't shit. think I don't got Debrat coming back in a rap game. I, I don't know. I I got her doing. I got her being good. I don't got her coming back because it's been too long. We too long. It's been her like long. her style yeah. ain't ain't yeah. no longer really exists unless she was like M A. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless That's the if yeah. anybody M A. But mm-hmm. besides that, I can't see her coming back on the full fledged. She's putting music back out again. Mm-hmm. It's we're in a whole different fucking era right now. Exactly. That's why Nas ain't making shit. Right. <clears throat> Although I think that he could. I don't think that it would be bad. I think it would still be legendary because we can't. Because, we can't no, because it's Nas. We can't. He, he, right. He just gonna get by just off his name. And we can't. We can't. Um. Yeah, we can't knock off Nas because Nas. Yeah, because of the name and that's it. Jay and Jay still making music. Come but, on, but see, Jay, you gotta remember Nas and Jay are two different artists. Mm-hmm. Jay can actually remain relevant in this time frame. You see, I how think Nas does pick like some trash. I don't got, I don't got Nas hopping on the track with Future. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jay Z's hopping on the track with Future. Who, who knows? But you, you still, you gotta think about it like this. I could see Nas hopping on the track with Kendrick. Or happen on yeah, the track. That's Kendrick, and that, right now, and right now, where Kendrick is, and Kendrick hot. 
So it's like, you know, I can see still him doing J. Cole and having that type of demographic. Right. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, we always, this one thing that we do in music, and this is what we're going to talk about when we get to that other part. This one thing that we do in music. We, the genre is there. Right. But we just, we, especially for us in hip hop, we categorize that genre so hard. Like, oh, it's, it was East Coast rap. It was West Coast rap. It's up north. It's Chicago. It's Midwest. It's down south. Like, is it not all hip hop? Yeah, it's all hip hop regardless. That's all right. I you feel what I'm saying? I don't, do, I don't categorize it by where it comes and, from. And then, and on top of that, we also put an age limit to it. Which is still stupid. Right, because these niggas are <laughs> bodying these motherfuckers, and I don't understand how we, how we, how we get there. Um, in other breaking, ratchet, and ridiculous news... Um, one of the things I was talking about earlier was Odell Beckham caught slipping in the hotel with a thigh weed and cocaine. Again, completely confused. Odell Beckham, bro. First of all, well, first not, of all, not in 2018, yes. reliving the 70s, bro. But not with there being a whole video about it, though. For <laughs> So you'll just have somebody recording, like. Yeah, well, probably, he probably pizza. didn't. It, he probably didn't because we live in, in a day and age where people just. Want to get well, you know what? Nope, I take that back. I'll take what I was going to say back. And the reason why is because it's we have a thing in any industry like this where it is an NDA, which is a non disclosure non disclosure agreement. So, you so me you should somebody... say in your NDA, nigga, let's not have no phones up in here. We want to do what we do, we do what we do, and don't nobody know what we do, right? Right, you have the money right now, sir. Yeah, but still, either way, it's like, bro. First of all, you should be smart. And I, this is the thing I don't get about these people who are at this level of stature. Whether they're a football player, mm-hmm. baseball player, basketball player, you know, whatever. Rapper, movie actor, whatever. You should be smart enough to know that you have something in the vicinity of where you are mm-hmm. that is definitely fucking illegal. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm gonna allow a nigga to pull his camera out around me? Mm-hmm. Hell no. And it, so, like, they was like in the video. Um, first of all, let me be clear that I got the story from Media Takeout. So, oh yeah, again, okay. So never mind. Again, no, no, and it's not a never mind. This is a serious thing. There was a video attached with it. Um, he appears to have a blunt in his hand, and the thought. Has some cocaine type powder. In like they use the word thought, which yeah, I mean, that's, no, I was, that's about to say. It's funny that you just refer to this chick's name as thought. They, that's what they say. I'm reading it. Um, uh, and then it says Odell can be heard asking the thought to sleep with someone else. So basically, he must be asking her to leave out the room, right? Or whatever. So hopefully that'll stand up with the with the NFL commission and all that stuff, and and, and make it so that they're like, you know, okay. This this is this isn't what we think it is. You right. know what I'm saying to you? Or, you know, he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, maybe I, I maybe that's you. the case. But this is the thing that black men of a certain stature need to think about as well. Number one, I was watching the Death Row Chronicles. Oh, you saw that shit? Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> it. It was awesome. But that's the same thing with pop. Right. Pot happened to be when he got the rape case. You happened to be in a room where you like because even in the movie they they depicted it as you're not he he not fucking with you. I'm good. I don't want I don't want to deal with you. But then the niggas that's around a girl raper. But then he don't get charged with the actual rape. But you still there by guilt by association. Yeah. 
That's so you guilty by association. You need to be mindful about who you have in your circle. And furthermore, um, I just I don't thought Odell was in a relationship with Drake. I'm sorry. I just, for the I, for the longest time, that's what I My heard. I, I thought that he was in a relationship with Drake. Right. So I'm like, okay, well. Perhaps, <laughs> like, where did the thought come from? Is Your that kid. why? Is that why he wanted somebody to sleep with somebody? But else? how this man got one random thought just present in this Ran- <laughs> random thought, and, and and that's another thing that makes me question it. Just present in this, uh, all, this, uh, this thing that went down, just this one thought that's just present in this but whole what, thing. But that's another thing that makes me question it, though. Out of the whole situation, when the last time you didn't see Odell Beckham with a girl? Publicly or um, like just in general, name the last time. I, you've I seen, mean, honestly, I don't like, know because I don't just, really follow that nigga. No, no, no. Just, and I mean, just in general, you see, yeah, you don't yeah, right, have right. to follow him for, to know that I've never seen Odell Beckham just with a girl or claiming anybody or wifing anybody, right? Or, or even just you know, even just being with a, with a whole thought situation. Maybe every time you didn't see him, you didn't see him with some high profile ass nigga. For the longest time, I didn't know he played football. <laughs> I thought he was a fucking groupie because <laughs> he always around. He he chilled with Diddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trick love the kids. Trick love the kids. He, um, <laughs> he chilled with um, he chilled with Drake a lot. So, Why y'all emphasize a lot with Drake? Yo, I think he was living with Drake. At this one nigga point. tripping. <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he was living with Drake at one point. Like that's how bad it is. That, all right, yeah, he was with Diddy, Drake a lot. <laughs> So bad. You're disrespecting the six. I, I'm trying not to disrespect the six. You know, OB, I don't want the OVO team to come for me, but I'm just saying, just there's a couple of things that just don't add up. Hey. And then all of a sudden, a thoughtization come out from nowhere. Oh, Beckham things ain't adding up, buddy. Oh. You're getting caught in the hotel with pizza, weed, and coke, and thoughts, and. Mm. And speaking of people with fucked up hair, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this nigga is in the sunken place. Someone get Kanye. My nigga said he's in the sunken place. Someone get Kanye. <laughs> he's Someone... in the depths, the dark, dark, deep depths of somewhere. No, it, it, it is it is literal. What, after anytime he's dyed his hair, they got him. They got him. He nigga died, said they got him. They got him. <laughs> the they di- he, this nigga dyed his hair pink. Nigga said pink, bro. Oh no, he did. Yeah. I nigga. mean. All because no, allegedly. My nigga, all right, I no, get it. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm gonna argue this one. Fuck that. Fuck yeah, that. Get Kanye. I get it. I get Kanye dyes hair pink. I understand that, but don't forget how many other niggas in the game dyeing their fucking hair. Okay, I'll, I'll take Kanye dyeing his hair pink, but then we got this nigga sixty nine something on the end on the other end with. A, a complete rainbow in his fucking head. Okay, so here's the thing. With I, niggas, with niggas passionately listening to him. Here's the thing. That ain't my ministry. Okay. <laughs> that, let me let me be clear. Okay. First and foremost, I know college dropout Kanye. I know graduation course, Kanye. No, I, you understand what I'm saying to you? No, I this, get it. I don't know who this nigga is. No, I get it. This nigga. I'm saying the. I'm just saying like the I would, original I would, backpack rapper Kanye oh, yeah. that he used to have is floating, no, is floating in a level of fucking <laughs> darkness right now because just like Marla Wayne said on his shit, it is something about the fucking vagina of a Kardashian that sucks all talent and soul out of these niggas. It happened to Ray J. It really did happen. It happened to Ray J. It happened to um Rob. 
Rob, well, well, you mean Rob Kardashian? Because no. No, 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 no. It happened to Tiger. Tiger really caught the break. It, it happened man. to Kanye. And Tiger, um, you fucking pedophile. It happened to... I just to, thought about that, what was, too. What was Chloe's husband's name? Um, Lamar Odom. This nigga motherfucking snorting up a whole brick of coke and fucking got prostitutes and shit in a goddamn brothel. Nah. These niggas is losing their mind. It's to get out shit, yo. I'm trying to it's tell you. It's to get out syndrome. If they if they really wanted to make another movie, you make one based around the, the, reality. the vortex of the vagina of a Kardashian. Because technically, Clearly. He, no, real, no, real, if I, you really think about that, Joe, these motherfuckers get with these Kardashians. Which even crazy, like they just not regular people. They're rich as fuck. It is. Let me tell you something. Now Kanye ain't blink for a long period of time. I used to look at Kanye and be like, "This nigga don't blink." He don't have no more tear ducts because this bitch can't blink at all. He 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 didn't cry too much at all. He cannot blink. That nigga probably yo. I don't know. Yay! I'm wishing for the best. I fucks with you. Nah, man. Get get him. Somebody get him. Like yo, it's Jay. Like, yep. Get him. And, and that's and, your man. And it's funny because like. I think their friendship is a little soured. I would hope not. Like I, I, I believe that their friendship is soured. Ugh, I do. It might be because of the Kardashians. Who knows? I, I do. I do. I believe so because I remember um, a time where Beyonce was like, "I'm not fucking with this bitch. Like I'm not fucking with her." I want to fuck with the bitch either. They they too high profile. Um, they always in the media. Like you can't be a person of a low key status. I don't talk about my marriage. I don't do all this. But and then you all everywhere. Sudden, but then decide to fuck with somebody that's everywhere. You know, I I think that um, Kanye and Jay's relationship is a little strained because of that. I do, I believe it. I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely believe it. I'm surprised motherfuckers be... It's but, so weird, Joe. But this nigga that was fighting for a Rockefeller chain is not the same nigga that has pink hair right now. This is just... It's just not happening. And then they didn't had a surrogate... Okay, you know what? I'm not... You know what I'm going to say? They didn't had a surrogate yeah, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At this particular point now, you... you the names that you didn't name the babies is completely crazy. There's no way I'm naming my child North. North, Saint, and Chicago. Like, I'm telling you... These ain't regular. You know, so your child's name is Chicago West. Yeah, but but in all fairness, his name is Kanye. That's not a typical name. It, it, before he got onto the scene, right, but it wasn't a typical name. Right, Kanye. Right, but Chicago West. That's just a West is just the last name. Nigga, Northwest is a fucking direction. Okay. So Northwest is a hospital. Northwest is a well, no, in a community. I don't know if it's a real hospital, but. <laughs> Nigga, no, I'm dead serious. No, like, no. So when you call, no, no, I get, I understand that you're right. saying the Northwest Hospital so was right, here, but hey, North. Yeah. So I literally just say North when I'm calling my child North. Pretty much. Saint. Chicago. Do, do it for little Saint. Do it for <laughs> niggas got the t-shirts. Do it for little Saint. He's he's he is not the same person. And then the reason for him dying his hair altogether was because Kim dyed her hair pink. That's why he did it? Is that what it said? It does. The hair works much better for Kim, though. After announcing that she had grown tired of her blonde locks, she dyed her hair pink. Ever since I did the CR fashion book shoot and wore a pink wig, I thought it would be fun to dye my hair pink. Kim, (laughs) she blogged on uh, KardashianWest.com. First and foremost. Kardashianwest.com. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck actually Kim, goes to this Kim website? KimKardashianwest.com. Who goes to this website? Apparently people go to it because it, it is there. It has its own domain and everything. That is crazy. That is fucking crazy. 
That is crazy. The times we are living in. I'm like, I, I believe my brother Kanye is not... Kanye Omari, where are you, bruh? Where are you? I wonder what is going. Uh, yo, I wonder what his family thinks about this. I mean, if he even fucks with any of his family. I mean, well, you know, because his, his mama died. Yeah, so, so besides I don't, that, that was that was probably the closest thing he had. Yo, know, watch niggas that don't blink. I mean, I mean that in the in the in the literal sense. Like, I, I honestly, honest to God, niggas that don't blink and look like they stared through your fucking soul. They is something wrong with them. I, I guarantee you, like, this is my theory. It has been my theory for the longest time. Niggas that don't blink, there is something wrong with Well, them. if you don't want to look crazy, you better blink. You need to blink. Uh, <laughs> that's how you keep the eye lubricated. You have like, eyelids. Yes. So, you blink. So, if you don't blink, you don't sleep. Like, I believe you close your eyes to sleep, but, but I just don't believe I feel that like you if, you, if you can't blink, then you can't close your eyes at all. <laughs> you nope, or you choose to. Or you just sleep with yeah. your eyes open. There, I've seen that yeah. before. I've like I used to think that maybe they was like um, cutting and editing and just kind of making Kanye out to be crazy. But then we get to all the rants, and they're all and he's like, really he's really like legitimately fucking like yeah. off his rocker. Like and, the the rants are always just so much. They just you just be like, you did it for the you're doing it for the culture. First of all, first of all, nigga said for I, the culture. I, I don't even know how I feel about this for the culture situation, sir. Because whose culture is this? Not I said the black guy. Because I ain't dyeing my fucking hair I'm not, pink. I'm not. I dyed my hair one time in high school, and it was an actual, very reasonable in color that I could pass for as a guy. Right. And, and I had a mohawk. You being your own. Yeah. And after that, once the trend started, like, one, I cut my, I happened to get, cut cut that phase out right before the whole Wiz Khalifa trend started with the one we blonde street. Yeah. Once I, as soon as I, I got out right in time, because after that happened... All you saw was just what you saw literally from there to what we have now. Niggas coming to school horrible. with red tips and pink and fucking it's just ridiculous. I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, before all of that shit, the thing that comes in my head, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. Not wearing no pink hair. My right. girl, shorty, she would disown me. Right. No, nah, that ain't my nigga. Like, right. He got right. pink hair. That ain't my nigga. Right. Like, yo, I just want someone to get him like you need to scoop him out of the sunken place get the dude that was in get out have him have a conversation with him tell him how to get the fuck out of this like bro just this shit is hard let him know like look yo it was just a movie but everything in there is some real shit it, it's some real shit like, like you yeah. should, I think you should watch this movie again like I'm I watched just... I watched the interview with Kanye and Donald Trump and I guess this is like in the beginning part of his presidency and Kanye like this has been going on for a long period of time. Right. Like, since the Bush administration, where that nigga said the black, that Bush don't like black people. Right. Like, there's this level of his soul don't look like it's behind. Like, you can look at someone and say they have a soul, or you can look at him and, and the eyes are the windows to the soul. Right. Look at his eyes. There is something that is missing, and it is fucking weird well, as shit. If you want to be honest, that's... Majority of the industry, majority. Nah, it, it's it's bad, and and it is the majority of them. It's definitely but it's majority. way too many blank stares with Kanye. It's way it's too blank many. stares with a lot of these motherfuckers. Kanye, Eminem, you know, what I'm saying? it's just, like, just don't look the you know. You don't look present. It just looks like it's a body, and you're not present, which nah, is fuck that weird. It's weird as shit. Um, 
Anyway, off of that, speaking of appropriating culture, <laughs> Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. They're trying to keep coming at my man, yo. Yo. I don't. Hating. Okay. Haters. Okay. That's what I fuck at. Haters. A hating. You're so, hating. So, a YouTuber by the name of Sansi, and again, out of respect, I will not. Who is she? His last name. But it's like, I shit. Ooh. I she to who is she whatever uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is she we don't know so she was a part of a discussion about Bruno Mars the question that was presented uh, by the host of the grapevine was whether or not Bruno Mars is a culture vulture so she went on to kind of say that Bruno Mars is 100% a culture appropriator he um, is racially ambiguous and is not black at all and he plays his racial ambiguity um to be able to cross genre and go into different places um hayden 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 here's my thing and i I had to sit back and I, i was driving and i heard it heard this on the radio too and i had to think about it like it's just fucking music bruh and not even it's that. It's just music. Not even that. Don't... I hate when people do that, bro. Like, right. you're coming for one person. Okay, yeah. Bruno Mars is one person who's doing it and doing it very well. Right. But let's not forget about the hundreds... Hundred, I, I literally mean hundreds of other motherfuckers mm-hmm. right now as we speak that are not black that are getting away doing black shit. And is it is... Is it bad because it, we're not saying I, I would never say that, that he created anything new, but to re-usher in the time, just listen, to re-usher in in a time where the 90s music is was was dead, but to kind of reinsurge that back into regular pop culture. What's I don't see the wrong problem. with that? What's wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? It, is that an appropriate? Oh, that's ours. That's that's completely ours. He's not black, so it doesn't. He's doing soul music. What part of a soul? What color is a soul? What color is a soul? Man. Girl talking on Chaser, like, what color is a soul? Listen, like I said, who is she? I have no idea. That's just my question. Who is she? I ain't never heard of this girl until right now. Until right now. Who is she? Right now. So, look, leave my man Bruno Mars alone. He's still making money. He's getting money. Then it's it's, it's, um, another thing. I think I found this on another website, but it was like uh, a number of activists are calling... For black people to boycott Bruno Mars. Stop. Okay. Yo, I'm so I'm getting tired of that word, yo. The, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so stop right there. First and foremost, niggas wanna boycott. Niggas everything. need to stop taking up a cause for other niggas. Thank you. Stop taking up this <laughs> like this and these causes be coming out of nowhere. Niggas my nigga. just be coming up with shit. They like, just okay, come so, up with shit. So like. so because he won a Grammy. First of all, this not like this nigga just started in the music industry. Bruno Mars He's played his dues like anybody else. Yes. So, why are we sitting here like, oh, well, he need, uh, we need to boycott him and this, that, and the third. Why are we, what are we boycotting him Yo, for? Yo, I am really. It, it, good music is good music. It, it just is what it is. Okay. It just is Y'all what boy, it is. You want to boycott, all right, she want to boycott Bruno Mars, right? But I bet your ass she still listen to R. Kelly. That is a good point. You woke. You be knowing. <laughs> He's gonna say it. <laughs> you woke. You like, be no, knowing. Real shit. Niggas still out here. You. At you every motherfucking elementary school you, graduation talking about. I can believe I can fly. Fuck that. 
He called that himself nigga. the Pied Piper, Piper of R&B, of right? I still to this and we day gotta, and look, hold we will, true to we that. Will I still we, hold true Every to time that. we bring it up, we, we Troy always says exactly what the Pied Piper is. I, the Pied Piper was a motherfucker. A man, a, mo- a motherfucker. A motherfucker who uh, was supposed to lead the goddamn rats out of the king's village. Now, when the king and them ain't want to fucking pay... The nigga said, fuck this bitch. I'm going to turn this flute around. Now I'm going to lead the motherfucking kids out this And village. lead the kids. Now, uh, Kelly's story was a little different, but he said, I'm going to piss on these kids. Fuck the bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't fuck know. the bullshit, y'all. Stop believing the bullshit. So That's bullshit. She, boy, she talking about boycotting Bruno Mars. From what I hear, for absolutely nothing, technically, and it's not—it's not even just her. It's just—it's and now it's a group of black. That's number still stupid. Of activists, activists. Why are we? Why? Okay, so then this is another thing. Niggas want to boycott Netflix. Niggas want to boycott Bruno Mars. Right. What's next? Right. What is and, next? And what are we Bruno? What are we? What are we? What are we boycotting? For? Like, what are you about to put down? You're, you're, okay, so out of every cause that we have, that we fight for, that we march for appropriating culture is going to be the one that we're going to boycott for niggas done busted up baltimore with a riot over a niggas over another niggas death and you talking about boycotting bruno mars you woke bitch go ahead you woke you be knowing <laughs> bitch go ahead i don't understand bitch go ahead i don't understand how like, about this bitch, and go I, ahead. I don't think i don't think it's her i don't think it's her per se i think that her opinion just went viral within it and now we all ready to jump on this bandwagon to boycott boycott them uh, for nothing for for what listen to for anyone what? that's actually about to hop on music. that bandwagon and i said loud and proud and clear eat dick yeah wholeheartedly from the back <laughs> from the back from the back so you can smell from ass the back while you do it. eat dick from the back on a headstand okay and not a handstand a headstand right with your back up against the wall for mm. support no support mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because i Understand the hateration, right? Haterade because uh, it's it's like I've never heard him in an interview saying like I, I'm re- I recreated funk. He's never said that. He's never he, Bruno mm. Mars has never once ever like been on some nigga. I'm the one who brought this shit back. No, he just makes it look good. That's how I look at it. He makes it look good. Right. He makes it look good. He he makes sales off of it. He does the damn thing. Why can't you just and, let and the man have thing. it? And Why can't thing. you just let him have it? Wait, wait, remember when I, I used to say this to y'all all the time, and I still believe in this to the day. Nobody gets into this game to be broke. Thank you. Who in, I'm woke. I be knowing. <laughs> who in the fuck gets in this motherfucking game to be, to broke. be broke? So you're telling me I'm going to become a, a musician just to be broke? In the industry. In the industry. I'm, I'm going to be in the industry just basically around doing features for free, right. doing, you know, music videos free. And furthermore, sis, it ha- I'm sorry, not to cut you off, just, I had a thought. Furthermore, sis, had you did your whole research, don't forget that part of our culture is all about imitation of other things that have come before. Because when we had the, the Diddy era and we ushered in that whole era of, of shit, most of the music that Diddy was using was from the 60s, the 70s, so on and so forth. Juicy is 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 a remix. There are so many songs that are in the bad boy repertoire that were other things, but because that was black, we're not we not appropriating culture, but we definitely would appropriate in the time frame. Not even that. Jay-Z's one of, uh, one of the main ones known for sampling. Whoever he... 
Oh, a lot Versus of majority lines. of his songs came from fucking old sixties, seventies, eighties musical songs and references and shit. Right, niggas ain't saying it to him. Why can't they just be influenced and not appropriating culture? That's all I'm saying. To, that's my. That's where my whole point leads. Why is that not influenced versus appropriating? So culture? like, so like, do you consider Justin Timberlake yeah. another one who yeah. was like? I don't. It just. I'm sorry. I don't like this topic. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's no, just, I'm just saying. I'm just I know, saying. I get we, you. Do, we do this all yeah, the time. Yeah, but it just we pisses just, me off that to know that someone would even the even begin. First of all, why take? You know how long Bruno Mars has been out for a while, for years, for at least the last seven years, something like so that. So why all years. of a sudden you just decide? Yo, this is the shit right here. Yo, motherfuckers decide they just want to come out. They little Patrick Stars. They, yeah. That's what I'm gonna call them from now. Patrick Stars. The Patrick Stars. They okay. under rocks and shit. Right. They just come out and peep their head and say, "Hey, let me see what I can go viral off of." And like, shit. like I'm saying, I appreciate this girl for having her opinion. I appreciate her for being bold enough to have the opinion and I'm going to have my opinion about it. And my opinion about it is that we all need to kick rocks and chill know. back because you like, oh, well, what else are they going to take from us? Musically, y'all already know that has been the case. He's not saying that he hasn't gotten the inspiration from anywhere else and we know for and a we fact, know he has. We know for a fact if you listen to the sound in 24 Karat Magic, you know for a fact that it has come from those funk sounds, those things, but those are inspirations, not him just appropriating culture and he add his own twist. You talking about he a karaoke singer? A karaoke singer is somebody who sings the same song, the the words of the song verbatim. What words did he say AKA, in his song? AKA a that, cover. A cover. That's what karaoke what is. Songs, cover. What songs and what he does is a cover. Listen, whoever you are, I'm pretty sure when 24 Karat Magic come on, your dumb ass start dancing. If I don't want to hear that shit. Right, if, if that shit pick come pick on and you don't dance, I don't want to hear that shit. Right, Go exactly. ahead. You hating. Well, they're not listening to this anyway because that was just at the beginning of this show, so they're not listening to this no Oh, way. that's even better. Well, right. look. Go ahead. <laughs> you, Go the fuck ahead. They're not listening to this show because we just added that into that. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and mind you, that track was I, done. I know, but I'm just before, saying the actual this, yeah. song. Right. I'm sorry. I have. I still yet have. I've yet to see somebody not dance to that song when it come on. I exactly. DJ, so I know. Right. I see. I've seen thug niggas definitely get up and dance to that song. Right. Any everybody dances to that song. And that's music. Music. It's music. That kind of appeal to you. So when it come on, you, you gonna be like. Good. So if you at a bar and it come on, she's like one of them bitter motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. The, this, the song come on like, oh girl, let's go. It's Bruno Mars. Right. So one <laughs> is, is you leaving your whole drink at the club? Is you not patronizing the club no more? You not drinking no more. Come on, y'all. They Come play on, Bruno yo. Mars. I'm boycotting this club. Come on, y'all. Sometimes <laughs> it has to be influenced. And even when we use like Michael Jackson and Prince, Prince had funk influences from back in the day with blues influences that he infused in his own music. Is Bruno Mars Prince or Michael Jackson? Hell no. Not because no. they created that. He Yes. Does he not create that? Absolutely. He, yeah. he does not. No one is ever saying that. But to go and try to boycott this whole man like that, it makes no sense. I'm tired of that word. I'm sorry. I am. I'm, I'm tired of. I'm tired of niggas using the word so indiscriminately. That's what I'm tired of. Like, y'all stop using the motherfucking word so indiscriminately. Like, y'all boycotting the wrong thing. Boycotting the whole goddamn. Fuck it. Uh, uh, what, what is he? What, 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 the, the boy, uh, racially ambiguous, but he's um, Filipino. He's Filipino. Fuck that. So he's Asian. Oh, then he tried to go on his hair, too. Then he used a perm for his hair. 
Because it's really originally straight instead of it being. So like I would like to bush. know. Like I will. I want to know where where y'all going on on Bruno Mars hair. Mm-hmm. Where we go and look back then to Temptations and shit. And they did their hair to be white. And these niggas did their hair mm-hmm. to appease and appease the white crowd mm-hmm. to be slick and no damn well they culturally appropriating. Were the Temptations we know, culturally we know appropriating? Damn well, their hair was not like that. Exactly. They they, they was niggas. Exactly. hundred percent black. 100% nigga. And mm-hmm. no way your head can do that. Nigga, I got good grain hair. You do. And I can't do that. Right. My shit don't even come out like that. Nigga, right. I wash my shit. It's no way. My shit only shines mm-hmm. when I put grease in that bitch. Exactly. Again, yeah. things to think Stop about. Stop with the fraud shit, please. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, Next. The biggie of his city is finally doing much better. That is so yeah, good. her. So Rose is doing really good. Um, shout out to the guy that actually helped him. That was in his home because I actually got a chance to hear the nine one one call oh, again on media takeout. Look what I was doing, um, but I did get to hear the, the call, and he would he was very concerned. He was like, you know, the person he 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 was one of those people that when they did the nine one one call, he 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 was he sounded genuinely concerned, and he also was smart enough. For it to not, I mean, of course, the 911 call eventually became leaked because it became public public record right. after the fact. But he also didn't use his name. He was like, you know, the person, the guy has a history of seizures. You know, I know this, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. You know, just to kind of keep it as private as it could be before it went media wise. Right, so right. I can appreciate that. Um, but he is out doing fine. Um, he just, I, he just contacted Buster Rhymes. Um, Buster put up a really nice post about, you know, their conversation or whatever. Um, and I reposted that. That was the picture that I posted on Instagram. Okay. Um, but he... Yeah, I follow him. Yeah. He putting up shit, too. Yeah, so I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad I, I didn't... It's one of those things where you kind of don't miss it till it's gone. Like, what would the game be without him right now? You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm, it ain't always my type of music, but damn, sometimes Rose, you got some shit. I'd be like, "What, really, really?" No, nah, really. that was me posting something. I know. <laughs> um, but the um, oh, you know what you gotta watch, and I haven't watched it all the way myself. What on TV one? They had this thing called Uncensored. So before he went into the hospital last week, last. I saw that Sunday. I watched well, that with I, you. I wasn't watching. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, okay. So it wasn't all the way finished. We started to and we didn't. When I tell you, I found out new shit about Rick Ross that made me love him even more right now. I'm so glad he. I'm so glad that he's okay because that shit was. That was a lot. That definitely was a lot. Um. Okay, so in some new music before we get into our absolute admiration for Big. Logic got a new song. I'm sorry, I might be appropriating culture because I like Logic, so yeah. I might be appropriating. Oh, yeah, culture. you like Logic, a rap, like Logic. a rapper. Oh my god, and he's white. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? He's trying to steal what we have. Oh my god, we can't. We listen. We boycotting Logic too. Yeah, we gotta take. We gotta take him down. We boycotting Logic. But he has a new song called "What's Up" featuring Big Sean. It's off the uh, Bobby Tarantino Volume Two, so that's that's new. Um, Tech Nine has a new album out. Oh yeah, I fucked with Tech Nine. It's called Planet. I know that shit probably hard. Um, Kyle has a new single um out called To the Moon. Right. Um, YFN Lucci has a new song called Ray Ray from Summer Hill. <laughs> Ray Ray from Summer Hill. I like that. Mariah Lynn, who I never thought 
would make it to the show, but she's only making it on this right now for one reason and one reason only. She has a song with Remy. Mm. It's called um, Tab Reload. Whatever. Whatever. But it's Mariah Lynn influenced and Remy hops on and does feature. what she do. And she's a feature. And that's actually a really good look for this young girl. That's smart to do that. So definitely a good look. Uh, Wale has a new song called Stay in Power. It's actually kind of dope. Mm. Um, Jeremiah has a new EP called The Chocolate Box. About time he woke up. Yeah. Um, and he has this song called SMTS. So it uh, stands for Suck Me to Sleep. So it's not, <laughs> let me tell you something. This is the most. You woke up and came back on the same shit. Like, yo, it's, left on. it is some, <laughs> it's some sexual gutter butt You came shit. back on the same shit he left on. Right. And um, lastly, Bobby Valentino has a new album. Wow. Or Bobby V. Um, Mr. God, please. Mr. Where's my money, Bobby? <laughs> Mr. Run from the tranny. Yes, pretty much. Um, this nigga. And it's called Electric. So I haven't listened to all of the Bobby V situation mm-hmm. yet. Um, but it's it's I'm it's good. to be good. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give Bobby one last try. How He's many still... chances we giving Bobby? We <laughs> had too many. Ch- well, we gave Bobby Brown all these motherfucking chances. That's why. Shit. But Bob Brown was fucked up. He was snorting coke. Who? <laughs> he might be doing the same. Uh, he might be because he got like he like. But well, I mean, he likes. No, he might not be snorting coke because he like chunky white bitches. So therefore, chunky white bitches love coke. I I would say I would say some chunky white bitches, but the ones that he got look like they don't like coke. They like Coca Cola and chicken. You know what I'm saying? Okay, too? Okay, so it's okay. yeah. So speaking of Coca Cola and chicken, um, chicken and liquor, March twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Is this the chicken and liquor? Is this the chicken and liquor party? Chicken and liquor. I cannot wait. I'm so excited about that. I'm pumped. Um, speaking of which, I want to make sure all guests that are invited to this small shindig bring a bottle. Don't be afraid. Oh, you go. Oh, they're, yeah. They're yeah. Please <laughs> bring a bottle because it is the one year anniversary of the Kickstand Podcast. Like this shit is, and we going dope. in. We going in. Dope. All right. So, um, also my favorite song. Don't judge me. Yeah. I know I song hard as a bit. Yeah, that's my shit. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break. While we take a break, you can listen to a little bit more Big right now. Yes, sir. And we're going to get into why we love Big, what's happened, what's going on, what do we think, you know, who who shot you? <laughs> Pun intended. Um, and just kind of figure out. <laughs> it's fucked up. Because <laughs> it, it is. It's so fucked up to say. It's very fucked up. And then at the same time, thought. it was like right on point. There, but there's a thought. There's okay, a thought. All right. Um. And so we we're gonna go over, you know, just our admiration, our love, um, what the music has meant to us in the in the last few years. Um, and we're gonna touch bases on um the, the specific albums and, and what they meant as well. So this is definitely a big kickstand tribute to the late great Christopher Notorious B. I. G. Wallace, like Y'all don't know. I've been waiting to do the show. Yeah, I'm so so excited. So we're gonna take a break real quick. Come back. Yeah, I mean, and um, we gonna holler at y'all. All right. Get feels on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from that HIV shit. 
And niggas know they soft like a Twinkie fillin' Playing the villain, prepare for this rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest Your style is played out like armor when the, What you talking about, Willis? The thrill is gone, the black Frank White is here to excite Throw dick to dice Bitches are like I'm brainless, guns are like I'm stainless steel I want the fucking fortune like the wind I squeeze gas till my clips is empty, don't tempt me You don't want the fuck with the empty Damn if this ain't some shit Time to spread the butt the lyrics over harmony grit It's the mood killer death trap Yes, I'm a jet black ninja Coming where you rest at, surrender Step inside the ring, use the number one contender Looking cold booty like your pussy in December Niggas stop bitching, button up your lippin' From method all you gettin' is the can of ass whippin' Hey, I be kickin', you son, you doin' all the Yapping, acting as if it can't happen Your fronting got me mad enough to touch something You one from Shallon, Allen And ain't afraid to bust something So what you want, nigga? You want, nigga? I got a six-shooter and a horse named Trigger It's real, 94, rugged roar Kicking on your goddamn doors Fuck the world, don't ask me for shit Everything you get, you got the work hard for it Honey, shake your hips, you don't stop niggas pack the clip, keep on Coming with that OE bro, met the cow, putting niggas back in I see you. I'm lifted, true. You can bring your whack ass crew. I got connections, I get that ass stuck like glue. Huh, no question. I'll be coming down and shit. Yo, I guess rugged as a motherfucking carpet get. And niggas love it. Not in the physical form, but in the mental. I spark and they cells get warm. I'm not a gentle. Man, I'm a method, man. Baby, accept it. Utmost respected. Assume the position. Stop looking, listen. I spit on your Grave, then I grab my Charles Dickens. Welcome bitch. to my center. Honey's feeling deep in a placenta. Cold as the pole in the winter. Far from the inventor. Well, I got this rap shit sold. And when my Mac I'm loads, I'm guaranteed another video. Ready to die while I act that way. Pop Duke left mom Duke. The faggot took the back way. So instead of making hoes suck my dick up, I used to do stick up. Cause hoes is irritating like the hiccups. Excuse me, flows just grow through me. Like trees to branches, cliffs to avalanches It's the praying mantis, deep like the mind of Farrakhan A motherfucking rap phenomenon, plus I got more glocks and text than you I make it hot, niggas won't even stand next to you Nigga touch me, you better bust me three times in the head Or motherfuckers dead, you thought so yeah. Fuck the yeah. world, don't ask me uh, for shit uh -huh. And everything you get, you uh -huh. got to work hard for it Honey, shake your hips, you don't stop And niggas pack the clip, keep on Everything you get, you got yeah. to work hard for it Honey, shake the hips, you don't stop And niggas pack the clip, keep on Alright y'all, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? We back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so of course we gotta give honor and tribute to the late great notorious B.I.G. Yes, sir. This is our big forever show. And and I remember I remember talking about this when um Nigga, you were talking about this when episode. We first, when we first started the show. Wait, 
That's true. We never did a big episode. We yet. didn't do a big episode because remember when we started, it was already after March. Yeah, 9th, that was and after, I wanted. You to, said y'all wish we would have got to do a big episode. Right. Exactly. We did a Prodigy episode. That's the one we did. We did do the Prodigy episode when Prodigy passed. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Wow. This year has gone by. Last year has gone by like nobody's business, and now being in this year, it's just like. And this, and we about to be at one year fucking with this. And, right. That's crazy. Damn. Like it felt like it went by in a blink of an eye. Because literally, for some reason, all day today, I was like. Didn't we? I literally kept thinking to myself, like, yo, I swear we did a biggie episode. We didn't. I swear. I think we that we, in the, you love to mix game changes in with every episode. Because I, I do. I think you lumped that in because that was one of the longest shows that we did. And it was like the second one. Oh, we, we talked, talked about, about it. Big. We talked about Nas. We talked about Pop. Right. Okay, all right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, I swear we did a fucking game change episode. I was no one go crazy. But yeah. I was, okay, we didn't. We, did, we actually didn't do a big episode. Right. We didn't do an episode that we just strictly. Dedicated to the great, right? Great, notorious B.I.G. Um, so we'll go to the interesting facts. Um, number one, his birthday is March 21st, 1972. He died March 9th, 1997, in drive by shooting in Los Angeles. Um, his full government name was Christopher Greg Latore Wallace. Um, he was 395 pounds, so that man was a big man, yeah. There's a lot going on. Of course, we all know he was married to Faith Evans um, from 1994 to 1997 until his death. Um, And then the interesting fact that I really was in awe of is that um, despite Wallace's relatively short musical career, his albums were such a hit and had so many blockbuster singles that his net worth as of 2017 is estimated at $160 $160 million. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That, that, that says, that speaks volumes for us out. Yeah. His music, definitely that powerful. And his, and, and his music is that timeless. I think, um, I can't, I can't recall the time in the last 22 years because it's been that long. Damn. First of all. Yeah, 22 years. Yeah, it's yeah. just so much. <laughs> That's way I just too thought about that. Like, but, hold up, wait, 20? Yeah, 22 years. But in general, for it to be like, um, to be able to listen to the music and still get that same type of impact to say a verse and and right now know a verse line for line, like you right. know what I'm saying to you. you and and everybody I, I've never ran into a person no matter if you are a Pac fan or a big fan I've never ran into a person that doesn't know a big verse yeah or doesn't know a part of a verse same here that starts that way and I'm and I'm, and I'm I'm not even a huge big fan right like, Empire's just putting me on to big heavy yeah. I never really got the chance to listen to him Yo. or Pac but I'm getting into him and I definitely know big verses yeah. I, that, my favorite song from big right now as we speak that is Gimme the Loot yeah yeah, hands down. Yeah, that well, as of the ones that I'm I'm learning now. Yeah, that's my favorite song right now. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite, of course, is the one that we just heard, which is the what. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to you. That motherfucker say I used to get feels on the bitch. Now I put shells on the dick to stop me from, from the, the HIV, HIV shit. <laughs> and Big's getting soft like a Twinkie feeling. Like like I just I love it. Although he did write about a lot of food though. <laughs> he did like very well, but that's food. what made his. That's what made it. Yeah, real because it's like yeah, he a fat nigga. He yeah. like food, cheese, <laughs> eggs, steak, and Welsh is great. <laughs> which a whole I, meal. Which let me be clear, if you have steak and eggs on toast with some Welsh is great, that shit is fucking awesome. See, I've never even. I don't even eat. 
eggs. So yeah, that shit is nigga said on toast. Nigga like yes. named the whole meal. because that's what it is. That's what it would be. Like the the, the Welsh's grape, or you can have Welsh's grape juice. It's up to you. Right. But if you have it with some toast, the shit is fucking awesome. Especially if you have like some really good. Like I oh, one day I made eggs with um. A little bit of chive onions and um, had like had like um, spicy cheddar cheese in it, right, nigga. And then had a steak next to it. The shit was so fucking. Do y'all hear this, nigga? Biggie, you no. Know, <laughs> way to my heart. Um, so it was. It was really. It's been really weird because in the last few months. Um, I've kind of, we've kind of actually talked about it. We had the A&E special that they did with Big, and it was the first time Miss Wallace had been on, I think it was like Flatbush or whatever, and they saw the the mural yeah. of Big that's, that's there now. Yeah, she never, and, she was and like, she never hey. saw it. Um, and that was such a great thing. And then we ended up, uh, fast forwarding like around now, you have the Death Row Chronicles yeah. that kind of chrono, just kind of goes over what Death Row meant to that part of the game and then eventually it added big I haven't seen that yet. you know to it later and I was just kind of watching and going over those and then you also have um the uncensored which I need to watch that I forgot what, what station it's on I think it's on USA but it's one of those um things where they're going in it from a different perspective from the cop that was actually doing the investigation of the murders right so and um, then, in addition, in between all of that, you still had Notorious and All Eyes on Me. Yeah. Between all of that, we still really don't have a suspect. After 22 years, we still do not have a suspect. So, spoiler alert, um, the only thing that I will say is that for Tupac's killer... They said it without saying it, but it was a dude named Orlando Anderson who is dead now, so it doesn't make any difference. Oh damn! But Orlando Anderson was the dude that was in the MGM Grand that Suge and, and Pac and everybody they beat they beat him up. Oh shit! His people was in the guy that that was there was like he was in the car because that was his nephew. They were all in the car. They were all looking for Pac that day. I only go into this because it, it is going to make sense in a minute. Because it, it ties in. It all tie in. But he um he went and they were going down uh one street and they and um Suge and um Pac were going up the other. Right. The only reason that he even knew that it was Suge and Pac in in the car they were going in opposite sides of the uh, direction. The only reason that he even knew that that was the case was because it was some girls on the street yelling out Pac and Pac was out the sunroof. This wild nigga. So they they bang a you and they roll up on them. Right. And then they start shooting. You feel what I'm saying to you? So once they start shooting, of course, you know, show tries to and and then you know the story is what it is. Now, in this same thing for the Death Row um Chronicles, they also talk about towards the end where um I guess one of Suge Knight's alleged fiance's girlfriend or whatever gets a hitman from I think one of the blood affiliations right. to kill big. Oh shit. In in a general sense. Now all of this is under a uh, a cloud of 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 secrecy in and and immunity of just being like um like no like they can't really you can't really say it. it's all alleged at this particular point. It's still all alleged. Right. But 
the death row chronicles is probably the biggest thing that has gotten closest to the murders period that we've right. ever had where where they was like it's an LAPD thing it's been this i believe it's still LAPD cover up i believe that there's LAPD affiliation because there were blood members that were in the LAPD at that time i mean there's or gang there members Oh, yeah. working with the police system is so corrupt. Right. You, you never, you can go in the city right now. You never know who working with the motherfucker. Exactly. So it's just one of those things where um, those affiliations are just what it was. And it was weird because I didn't know for the longest time. I didn't know that you know Puff actually hired a group of Crips to be around them during that time. Like even when they were in L.A. and stuff like that. Like there was their entourage really consisted of Crips. The fuck? Yeah. I did not. I did not know that. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, I'm telling you, that show for the Death Row Chronicles told a lot. Like you get past the whole Pac situation, but once you get to the heart and the meat and the potatoes, like it, it goes past. Like of course, how Suge and 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 Pac became friends and, right. and their relationships and how Death Row got started, all of that stuff. But once you get past the meat and potatoes of all of that, and then you get to the whole dessert of what happened, right? That is kind of where you are with it. You're just like, wow, we kind of know a little bit. Because nobody in 22 years ever said, I was in this car at this time. Right. Dude, like, I really, he he has, he has a protection order on him that he, what he said in that room will never leave that room. Which makes sense. But that's that's crazy. That's yeah. how crazy. But that's how crazy that the streets are like, yo, you won't let families suffer. Forever, some niggas don't give to a fuck. never to get that closure that they'll need. Cause here's the thing, Tupac mother, no matter what the belief, what you believe in, never received that closure. Of course not. Never received that closure. Yeah, you gotta think about it. Not knowing who the fuck, who it was, like mm-hmm. someone just gets away with it. And right. You just don't know, like right. Because of course, in reality perspective, most people first thing they seek is revenge. Mm-hmm. And Miss Wallace has never really received. That type of, of course not. So it's like you in this position where it's like, who do you trust? Right. That's that's how they probably are. They probably like, who the fuck do I trust? Like, exactly. I mean, besides like a person like Lil C's, like mm-hmm. someone who really was primarily always with guaranteed them. that you know for a fact you don't ever got a question nothing. And, and that shit with Big was a hitman because here's the thing. The shit you can tell the difference. The shit with Big was a hitman because there were multiple people in that car that night. And only he caught it. And only he caught it. You feel me? Nobody else nobody else even got injured like that. But he caught it. With Suge and Pac, that was a random retaliation. Right. Because when you really look at it, Suge at least even got hit in the head. Like a bullet grazed his head. Right. How nobody else in that whole car got shot. But big, right? That was an assassination. You know what I'm saying to you? Right. Like they were, there was a target, target. Yeah. and there was a target, and that's that's what you were looking for. Right. This this one for everybody else, it was just them, just kind of we gonna spray off and it's a drive by on it. We just gonna hit, hit the shit, right? Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. <sighs> but we're not here to just talk about the death because the death is a very important portion. But we need to talk about the life and yeah. the legacy and all of the things that it meant. And what he did, and what, even with Pac, what they both did, what brought so much to this culture. Now, that's when you use the word culture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, real shit. That is when you use the word culture. Because they definitely did that. That's that's very true. And, right. you could, and it's still, 
It still rings to this day. To this day. You can't, you can't go anywhere. Like, if I say Death Row, what's the first song that comes to your mind? Me, personally. Is it California Love? No. Because that's all I hear in my head right now. Really? It's California Love. No, nah, I don't think about California Love. What you think I, about? I think about multiple Biggie shit. No, no, Death Row. Oh, and you're I, talking about for pop? Yeah. Mm, Hail Mary. Or Hail Mary, right. Those are the first songs that come to your mind. You say Bad Boy was the first song that you really think about. First song to come who to your mind. Who shot you? Right. <laughs> Immediately, who shot you? Who shot you, right. Um, so, why do you think that pop, that Big has such an influence I on mean, the culture? Because, well, the way Empire put it to me, it's, it's the content within his lyrics. Yeah. All his lyrics has substance in them. And not even just that. He literally, like, when I first, like, recently, when I, like, actually started listening to it and mm-hmm. listening to his, like, what he talks about, it's not like he's just one of them people who create a story. Because mm-hmm. we have, there are storyteller artists out here. Like, Mob Deep, they were storyteller artists. Right. But then you got artists like Big, who actually is, he, he can storytell within his lyrics, but mm-hmm. majority of the shit he's talking about is actually, like, reality. Right. Like, he's actually speaking about what happened to him, mm-hmm. how he feels, what he thinks about. And it's like... It's the critical shit too, like, and he pieces it together. So you gotta look at other people who probably had the same thoughts. You right. feel me? Like, like you said, you know, um, I, I used to read Word Up magazines. Right. How so many people actually used to? How many people actually used to really read? You know, you, you know. So let me be clear. <laughs> oh shit! It's just relatable. Now, and let me be clear about Word Up magazine. So Word Up magazine was our thing. Okay. Like it was. Was it, it was, like the source, the GQ? It, of that it time? was. It was. It was exactly. It was the source. It at the time. Okay, so <laughs> remember, the internet was not popping. Yes. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We didn't even think about having computers in our home, let alone in our pockets. Like that was not happening. So when you think about um, what your phone does as far as wallpapers. We we used to cut out the Word Up magazines and have them plastered on our walls, like of all of our favorite artists. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to you. Like there are certain pictures that I look at and be like, I had that on my wall. <laughs> like I, I had that on my wall as Nostalgic. a kid. Like my wall was pla- my mother hated it, but it was plastered with hip hop. I had Mary J. Blige, TLC, Brandy, Biggie, Pac, Craig, Mag, Mob Deep. Like I had. Hell of shit. Just all on your wall. wall. Moral of hip hop. All on my wall. Why you think to to this day, like that's you still call that your wall on Facebook? Yeah, literally. It's your wall because it's the thing. It's the things that you love the most and the things that you you know you post the most. You know what I'm saying? And so we used to put those pictures up all the time from Word Up Magazine, The Source. Double uh, XL, even when Double XL was hot, you know what I'm saying? Like, when all they of those, started, right? All when they first started, all of those things we used to put those, those up there. So I get when he says, you know, used to reword a magazine with salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine, <laughs> hanging know, pictures on my wall, wall. right? Every Saturday, rapping attack, Mister Magic Molly Mall. Like, yeah, pretty sure. Like Empire talked about that. He was like, nigga, like that was like yeah, that was he, our, Empire yeah. should tell me. He told me that. Back then, when big when big shit was popping and it came out, 
He said DJs was spending their last money on it because mm-hmm. if you ain't had that song when it came out right. and you couldn't spend it in the club, you ain't shit. Right. Like he said, he's at a store spending his last twelve dollars right. for this one thing just to go to the club. So he so he played that shit. Yeah. It's like okay. And you, know, and you know what the funny thing about it is in the one more chance video, Heavy D was actually the bouncer it was heavy D yeah it was heavy D was standing Damn, right there in, in the front knows. door <laughs> right I forgot that was what yeah years ago a couple, like a two couple three years ago. years ago yeah yeah. no like three four years ago yeah. actually yeah but that wasn't senseless that was just yeah that was just that yeah. just was right. what it was but um and I just remember um I remember Puff kind of going through a, a, a big depression like he believed they were kids I said this several times and I say it again and 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 it makes you almost hunger for the days for people to 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 be in that kind of arena again. But they were kids spending big boy money. Yeah, because that hypnotized video was almost a million over a million dollar budget. And these niggas in their twenties, niggas in their twenties, riding motherfucking cars backwards, sipping champagne, mermaids in motherfucking fucking fish tanks. Can't and nobody shit. tell them shit either. Exactly, and 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 they put a level of opulence on hip hop, and that was the standard. Because yeah, granted, rappers wore the gold chains and did all of this, but when you did it epic to a movie, yeah, to, to make every every moment feel like a movie, right? And it then, was something. That's so another big. thing I noticed about their videos, like like they didn't, they really wasn't really no. You catch up with a real iced out Rolex watch. Right. Probably one or two chains, mm-hmm. some shades, mm-hmm. simple, a ring. Mm-hmm. But they didn't wear the hundreds of chains on their neck and shit. Mm-hmm. Mainly what you had to look at was their outfit. Right. The clothes they had on. Right. Expensive as shit. They dressed like on some some boss, gangsta, some some, gangsta shit. Some right. boss grown man shit. Right. Like boss grown man shit. Kango Ex- hat with some fucking Except for the shiny suit. I don't understand what I don't know about that. But but, but, that it's, was, it's but, still, a, but if you watch the can't stop won't can't stop won't stop. I don't care what nobody say. I, I'm not I can't be a puff dick rider all the time. But what I will say is if that nigga don't motivate you to get up out of bed and be like, you can do any goddamn yeah. thing, Puff can motivate the shit out of you. Puff can he make can you take, a million dollars. He can take a career. He sees the money. He see how to get to the bag. And he believed in that boy. Yeah. He believed in that boy. And you could literally tell in the years. I remember when the MTV Awards came and they did the Missing You uh, tribute with Sting and the choir and Faith Evans. You could literally see that that boy wanted to break down. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, and every time, they, and even when they have interviews, it's it's this level of nostalgia. Like if you watch the Can't Stop Won't Stop video, they talk about Big and they talk about how they're gonna do, you know, the tribute to Big yeah. at that at that particular point. It's it's a huge it's a huge concept. Yeah, you gotta think about it, Joe. When you around someone, not like it's different when you have a friend or you know somebody for a few years and you just see them here and there and they end up dying or something and it's right. like damn this person right. died but then when you're around this person every, every day every single every single day mm-hmm. you're, of your time spent you're with this one person and not to mention the fact Big was with Puff when Puff failed yeah you know what I'm so saying he's with him through, he like, was with him through all of this shit right when he failed before when he was on um, was it MCA Records or when it was another record label um, it was Arista, I'm sorry, prior to. Right. And then he ends up having Bad Boy. Yeah. 
and it's like, yo, I had, I got my own late, you know, I got my own label now. This is, is, is this shit for real? Yeah. And at the time, Big was like, yo, I'm going back out to the drug game, my nigga. Like, I need to make this money now. My baby yeah. is on the way. You like, trying to wait? The fuck you mean? Like, like Tiana's on the way. Like, I we ain't got no time for that. Right. And she looks just like him. Man, she looks, she looks like him, and CJ looks like him, but he's just like, yeah, I seen him. Yeah, yeah. like she has his nose. Like just so many features. When you look at her, she looks like big. Dang. And she had a picture a, a while back. Um, I think she had the shirt on where you know you got big and you got he has the crown. Right. And she had a crown on. <laughs> and I was like, yo, it's just it's just so nostalgic to see them grow up and remember me being a kid and watching them be born and now being y'all are hip hop royalty. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to that. Um. So question for you. Where do you think Big would be now? Like, would Big if he be, was still relevant. if he was still if he was still alive? Mm. If if he was still alive, would he still be relevant? Because here's the thing: he and he and Pac would have been about forty five ish, forty six, forty seven ish. Would they still be relevant? Personally, in reality, at the end of the day, Big and Pac would always would, would be relevant. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be relevant, right? But as far as 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 far as him still continuing music, mm-hmm. highly doubt it. I feel like at the end of the day, Biggie already made his stamp. Right. Him being alive would be even more of a of a. It would be a pleaser for people mm-hmm. to know, like, oh, we still I got think- this legend around. Like, there's plenty of legends right now that's, that's still alive. Slick Rick, you got many of them. KRS One, motherfuckers who still here. They might not be. They don't put music out, but they still hear because you still have the nostalgic sense. Like I love their music, right? You know. I think that. I think Puff would. Knowing Puff, Puff yeah. would probably try to get this. He'll hit. It's money. Puff would probably be like, "Look, nigga, try this." I think if you that, don't fuck um, with it. You don't fuck with it. No, no. I think that what would end up happening is I think that the landscape and the culture right. would be completely different. I think that. Um, oh, you mean in music in general? No, I, I would, it would be completely different than what it is. I think that Big would have still elevated us to completely um, continue. Because maybe that would have even that maybe Big being alive still probably would have forced the other greats who stopped, who fell off a little bit mm-hmm. to continue. Like a lot of people have this discussion: like, would Jay be where he is if Big was was still alive? Yeah, he would. He know. would. I don't know. I believe I don't he would. Know. I, don't, I believe I don't he believe would. It. And the reason why it. I believe he would is because at the end of the day, Jay Z just as much of a mogul mentally the way Puff would. I think. I think that he is a mogul. And he's mentally. also did I a track think, with Big. I don't think. I'll be honest with you. I don't think that. I think that the album landscape would have been completely different if Big was still alive. I think that they probably would have more or less had a friendship. Let me see. And, what, and continue to died do... after Reasonable Doubt came out. Yeah. Actually, uh, 96 is when Reasonable Doubt yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, it came out in 96. So yeah, it was, but only months after that. Yeah. Only months. Basically. Um, But I don't, I don't think that Jay, I think Jay is a, an amazing lyricist. I think that um, people would have spotted what he does a little bit sooner than what we did. Right, right. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, a lot of the lines that he ended up using, especially in albums way prior to what it is now, right. a lot of those were big lines. Yeah, he said in the Black Album, I'm, I'm not, not a writer. writer. I'm, I'm not a writer. I'm a, you know, I'm yeah. not a writer. I'm a writer. 
for myself and, and others. others. I say a big verse. I only big enough my, my brother. brother. Right. Big enough my barrel. I'm big enough to do it. I'm that thorough. Plus, I know my own flow is foolish. Right. He know he can rap. Right. But that's another thing about fucking with somebody. But would he be able to withstand? Yes. I, I believe so. I, I believe so. so. I, I, I honestly wholeheartedly believe so. Honestly. I love Jay to death. I just don't. I don't know. Because I don't know if Jay would have been able to withstand musically. I think that Jay would have been able to withstand business wise with every other venture that he's created and how he continued to shift with the landscape. I don't think that he would. If Big was still alive, I don't think that he would have. I think. Like, I, I, believe I, I, can, I can say this off the break. A lot of tracks he's doing now, he wouldn't have never dropped. Probably would have never thought about doing mm-hmm. all of that may, top off, maybe. All that shit would have yeah. never even. He yeah. definitely would have did no no shit like that. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. He probably would have never came out with that mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. He just stuck to his classic type of sound. He right. wouldn't have jumped in these different lanes trying out shit. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, that's a. I don't know. That's a good question. Um. Who do you think you would like to see Big if Big was still alive work with today? Who do you who do you see Big working with? <laughs> it's it's a real question. I know it's it's one of those things. I'm trying it's, to think about so who I'm trying to think. to think about who he already hasn't worked with. Because I'm like I want to say Wu Tang. I'm pretty sure he's done. Something no, no, because he already the well the what already had meth in there, so he had a member of Wu Tang. Actually, you know he had beef with Wu Tang. I heard. Yeah, he had beef with Wu Tang um, back in the day, and. Uh, that I think a lot of that was dissolved once the what came out, once yeah. Ready to Die came out. No, but when I say who do you think he would work with now, I mean like now. Oh, like, like people right are right now. now. Like mm. who would he work with now? Ew. Male, female, doesn't matter. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. Like, the closest I can think about right now, that's and I'm not we're not who we already know of that we know guaranteed he's already touched. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go at least with just Terror Squad. I think so. Remy I, and yeah. Joe. Remy and Joe. I, 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 got, I could definitely I, I, see that. I guarantee you got him I doing something with Remy and Joe. I could I, see that. Like, I could see that. And this is out of everybody right now. Mm-hmm. I actually have to think. Like, it, it's it's a hard question. Cause you have to, like, back in the day, I could say maybe, you know, such and such. As, I could see him rocking with Wayne. Because he did. Yeah. He actually fucked with a lot of the South niggas. I could see him doing have done more tracks with South niggas right. than anything else. Like I could see him, I could even in in a today arena, I could say I could see him rocking with two chains. It would be it would be weird because here's the thing, mm. think think about it, think about it, think about it. Here's here's the thing, here's the thought process. Remember, he did Notorious Thug with Bone Thugs and Harmony, and emulated their flow to make it his own. I believe, especially when the South had their movement, right. if Big was still alive while the South was having their movement, Big would work with a lot of South artists. He would have worked with Ludacris. He would have worked with oh, yeah, UGK. Yeah. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? Big Pun. I mean, um, Bun B, so on and so forth. Like, I think that he, if that was the case, he would have moved with the South when the South was hot. I think now... I feel like 2 Chainz music has somewhat changed from what they used to be. Yeah. When he was just when he was, called when Titty, he was Titty Boy. Boy. Right. When he was, so I was like, yeah. I, that makes sense. But mm-hmm. like 2 Chainz now, I don't think so. I don't think I, so. I, I think that Big would have adapted. I think that Big would have adapted. I think that we, and that's the one thing, when you die and you die that young, in our minds, we sit back and we look at Big as a 23-year-old boy. The grown man in him would have changed and adapt with the climate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And once again, yo, he'd have been like fucking forty something. 
at this time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I've really right along with two chains ass. Yeah, like <laughs> old as shit. So right. it's like y'all niggas mm-hmm. still putting music out. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so let's go over the albums. Let's go over the albums because this man had a huge, huge body work. I already talked about Ready to Die, um, but I'm gonna say it again because I think we got cut off with that. But Ready to Die, all time favorite, favorite goddamn album. I can listen to it from beginning to end. When I listened to it from beginning to end, I was high as fuck. That shit's a deep ass. <laughs> it is a deep ass album for someone to be nineteen twenty saying that out, type of shit to come out with shit that it was niggas that was in the game, in the drug game at that point that was like, yo, this nigga knows my story. Remember, he's still a kid. He's still a kid. Like nobody's look. Yeah. It, it doesn't register to you until you like, damn. Yeah. You, this motherfucker was a kid. They were babies. When you think about it, like niggas like Empire and them. They was around his age at the time he was rapping. By the time Big got on, because what Empire's only Empire was like as big as alive right now. Empire would only be like a couple, like literally like two years older than him. So you gotta think about it like this: Big, um, Big was nineteen. I want to say like nineteen twenty. By the time Puff got everything kind of squared away. Right. Um, so, when you look back at it, C's was 16. Yeah, yo, that's, yo was literally young. Kim was 14. 14, 15. And I say, by the time, Har- like 14, 15, when I think he met her, and then by the time Hardcore came out, she was like 17, just about to be 18. And that was one of the things that caused the controversy of what, Happened with the hardcore yeah. poster, so they was just in a teens. It's like, girl, you still a child, a child, a whole child, a whole child. Pussy out, never pussy been. just on the spread. <laughs> Niggas is beating a meat in jail to, <laughs> to your poster. poster. Like, yo, it's crazy. But that was one of the things that made him so smart. And then people talked about how funny he was right. and how love. I think that he. You know, it was um, one of those things where he was like, you know, he he fat, black, and ugly, but it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? He's still going to get every every girl that he wants to. Everybody going to be on his job. Yep. He, he was just a, a humble, kind of yep. lovable guy. Like, the last real interview was actually, I want to say, with Joe Claire. That was the, the last big interview. Okay. Was with Joe Claire. And... Even then, it was like they was outside. It was the summertime. The nigga just was laid back. He was real cool. It was after the accident that he, you know, the car accident that they had that day. And right. It, you know, Big is just—he's just amazing. It's just—it's just an amazing yeah, time. Whole fucking mural painting that one. Yeah. So, but yeah, right, exactly. So, Ready to Die, like I said, from beginning to end, was I was born. I went through all of this shit, and I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm already tired, and I'm ready. I'm just ready to go. Young as fuck saying that. Young as fuck. Yeah. And you know what? I think that when you're a writer, sometimes you look back. Like, first of all, all, all the things that we do in entertainment, you have to be a little narcissistic. And everybody is narcissistic. Yeah. To the point where you believe that your opinion matters. It matters over a lot of different things. Believe, I believe even to the show. We narcissistic as fuck. We believe that our opinions matter, and it is what it is. Right. Um, But to be that 
retrospective and such a prophet to be forethinking like that. Right. Like that man is a, that man was amazing. Yeah, like he knew what he was doing. Right, and I rem- I even remember sometimes reading back on stuff that I've written and been like, "Damn, I wrote this." You know, sometimes it it just is where you are I at know, that point. I know that and I'm like, you know, it, it, it's it's dope for it to be on wax and for it to be classic. Then you get life after death. Life after death was going to be his meal. Like if ready to die was the entree, life after death was the meal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to you? Because it gave it gave you everything. Every facet from like songs like Sky is the Limit to another with him and little Kim yeah. and you know, just so the many just classics and classics and cla- and like what's beef? Yeah. Oh, What's beef is my shit. Like yo, me, you. This music's timeless. Mm-hmm. Does the shit still apply today? Right, and every and every. Oh, the Ten Crack Commandments, of course, still you know, applies. Yo, I can. Let me tell you, the other day I was sitting here working on something uh, for my job, and I literally was on my on my on my shit and was like, yo, I needed to hear the Ten Crack Commandments like three, four times. Damn. Like I literally listened to it back to back. I told Google to replay it like back to back. Don't I'm about to say don't do it. Please <laughs> um, don't. Um, but I was like, I, I had to do it back to back. I was like, I have to listen to it. I love it. Right. And it's like, yo, even when you start as like rule numbre uno, never let no one know how much do you hold. And I'm like, you so right, big. Like it, it, it even though it was it applying to the drug game, it's it applied, applied to, to everything. everything. Yeah. And legit, that was one of my favorites. Um, then Born Again was a little, little rushed. I think they just tried to get out the last, the bit. last of it. Yeah, like the last little bit. I don't know. I really, I didn't really fuck with Born Again. Born Again was, you know, okay. Like, you know, you had a couple of the songs, right. like, like very him few. And it was, it was few. So, it was few. I, I couldn't. I can't play that start to finish. Yeah, that's one of those ones. I'm just like, I don't even. I would have to go back personally and really listen to it because I'm just like, I don't know. I don't right. even remember hardly what's on it other than I know there was a song with him and M. Right. I remember the song with him, Kim and Puff. You know what I'm saying? To you, right. but other than that, those were like the big headlining songs right. at that point. Uh, pun intended. Um, and then, ultimately, a couple of years later, once we get into the mid-2000s, you have the Biggie duets. Yes, sir. All-time fucking favorite. That was And my- that goes to show you his cadence, his flow, and his brilliance. Yep. Is unparalleled and unmatched. Because niggas put his lyrics on new era, two thousands beats. Yeah, right, right, two thousand five, two thousand six ish. Like, and it worked. And when they redid Notorious Thug, yeah, because mind you, there are two mixes to it. There's not just one. Right. There's the one that that made the album cut, and then there's one that made the video cut. Right. And again, it was just it was just Fire. him being. Excellent, and that goes to show you, even with the the um, nasty boy song that we played in the beginning of the show, how his lyrics are so timeless and yeah. on time that they can go with anything. It was literally 20, it went with twenty four karat magic. Like it's crazy, just like like yeah. So um, so um, who do you think started that East Coast West Coast beef? Out of what you've seen, I mean, honestly, I really don't think. But neither of them started it. I believe yeah. media and the government started it. Pretty much, I it, definitely believe that. It's just I'm like me. It. It's just like me. I don't want to. These motherfuckers is getting a little too powerful. So uh, let me go. Just put a snake on the block, right? And go fish for shit. 
Right. And, and start shit. Mm-hmm. And they do that. They do it in our city. Yeah. A lot of niggas in our city get killed for that same exact reason. And it's funny because, you know what, me and um, Maxine just had a conversation about the whole um, east side, west side situation. Of yeah. Baltimore. Like, it's... It makes no fucking sense, to be honest with you. But I will say that it is a little bit... Um, Shaky. It's a little bit different, though. It's definitely a little bit different on east sides of Baltimore. Like, the, the level... Oh yeah, and and the feel, the level of intensity. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I know when I go to South Baltimore, I'd be like, the fuck. Yeah. Over West, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I mean I'm good anywhere I go, but that doesn't mean that anything can't happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like you know, regardless, you still gotta be careful. Motherfuckers be so quick to go places, especially motherfuckers who be quick to just leave the states and shit. Mm -hmm. Nigga, I wanna go here, Miami. All right, you go to the wrong. You you just cause you on South Beach don't mean a nigga not won't watch you and set you the fuck up. It happened. And just like for instance, where we are, like uh, the level. Okay, so the level of gentrification in this goddamn city is so real. That shit is fucking crazy. So. You can literally go to the nicest apartment. That I give it to you in in real time. The shit called the Muncie that's downtown. It is literally a beautiful high rise apartment building that faces upward and north as far as the facing of it all. Right. And if you are on an upper level, much better because you're looking past. What's going on on the street? Right. However, the street behind it is Baltimore Street. Baltimore Street is where all the strippers, the hoes, the hookers, and everything you, kind of pans you out. You can find whatever you need. You need Molly, you need weed or pussy. It's, it's there. Guaranteed. It's there. And it's one of those things where um, you just kind of, you you know that when they built it and they put it together that it was it was going to be something that they left the hood behind it and had all of the the good stuff all up front. Exactly. And that's what and that's and that's kind of what we do here in the city, which is crazy as shit. We wanna show you the pretty shit. Exactly. Um so final question. Better movie. Notorious or All Eyes on Me? I've never seen All Eyes on Me. Notorious it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Yo, let me we talked about this before. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I've never seen it. It was one of those movies that I was sitting there like, ah, oh, damn, you know, hopefully, maybe, it'll be good. Right. You know, the dude looks like him. It's going to be... I think that's what everybody thought thing. was going to look good, just because yeah. he looked like him. That's that's what I thought. Niggas thought it was going to be good, just because the nigga looked like him. The, the, like, the nigga looked like... And it was funny, because the nigga, the, the nigga that played Biggie didn't look like Biggie, but embodied Big. Yeah. Embody big had mannerisms, the jokes, the the feel like he was a big boy. Like he lost he lost hella weight right now, so he don't he looks nothing like big now. Right, but, right. Um, but it's just like you you got a chance to to love him and actually feel like it was big. And I and the biggest thing that I I, I take away from it is it's in a different perspective. All eyes on me was shot in the perspective of Pac being. In, I understand Pac was in jail a lot, but. Just to give us that story, that he's just and a that jailbird. Hard, that hard part of the story, right. it's like, what the fuck? Like that's that's all we got. Like this man is more than that, right? Um, to have notorious be like it was narrated by Big, 
You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It, it just made you feel like, oh, these are moments that big felt. Even though you know it was a story that was told from the people that was around him. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It was one of those things where it was like, yo, this is the story that he could have told. Straight up. You know what I'm saying to you? Then the ultimate craziest part about all of that was um, I remember going to the theater to go see this and when Hypnotize came on, it was like a concert all over again. <laughs> it was. It was, and in, it was, the movie it was in the movie theaters. And it was one of those moments where when they got to some of the concert shots, you sitting there like, yo, this would have been what it would have would it would have been like. Right, right. Or like when they did Party and Bullshit at Howard, it's like, which is also one of my other favorites. Um, but when they did Party and Bullshit at Howard, and it's like, Yo, this could have been a moment of, you know, like, you being there. That's what it would have felt like. Right. All Eyes on Me gave you absolutely none of that. That's what's even funny, y'all. I can literally see Big, if he was still alive. He, I really feel like he wouldn't even have to put music out, yo. He could literally just yeah. go on tour, selling out shows everywhere, just right. literally perform, redoing right. that shit. I think that the only reason... I, I don't know if he could. I, and this is, my, this is my double-edged sword. I don't know if he could. The reason why I say that is because of this. Would he have been... Bigger. Would he have been big? Would he have been bigger? Would he have been the big that he is now? Right, right. Would he have been bigger? Or would he have fell into that puffy trap? You know what I'm saying to you? Where all of the other artists that were on Bad Boy that had to reunite... Would he have gone to the, this whole bad boy thing and then all of a sudden decide to find Jesus? Because, you know, they all do. Yeah. Like, all the rappers, everybody decides they find they find a new type of religion. Right. You know, like, would he have been in that trap? Mm, I don't know, personally. It's, yeah, I don't it's know. Some, it's I something know. I can't predict because he ain't... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Because, like, I really would love to see if there was an alternate universe, what that timeline would have been like. Like... Would that be? Would we be in? The would we have world? this shit we have now? Right. Exactly. Would the mentality of a lot of people be changed? Mm-hmm. I th- I think so. How would Big be on social media? Probably he wouldn't. Probably be on social media. He, probably he was very confined. No, mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be on social media. Mm-hmm. I think if anything, he would do what a lot of other motherfuckers would have someone controlling that. Right. Taking pictures, shit right. like that, pushing little videos. But mm-hmm. I doubt he would be himself. Right. On there, you know. Or would he? Because he was goofy and silly. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Because he would have he would have adapted with the time. True. Like well, maybe that was also a personality that you had to know him to see. Right. Exactly. Maybe he just because he meet you the first time. Right. He ain't just exposing himself. He exactly. lets you know that he goofy. If you know him very well, then it's like, oh yeah, we know this nigga funny and mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um. But anyway, it's about that tizaim. Um. I'm so excited. I'm definitely, definitely excited about what's coming up next. Yep, yep. Um, so excited about the party. Um, excited about the Black Bible DJ Evil Empire Psy. <laughs> um, excited about your projects that you have coming out. Hell yeah. So working towards those things and those goals. Um, anything else that's happening recently or that we ain't covered? Nope. All right. That's just stay tuned, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this this has been a great episode, though. I really was excited to to gush to get it out the way to gush over big because 
you know, I think that um, people will enjoy the music that'll be throughout the cuts of this. Hell yeah. And I think that... Um, I, I hope that y'all feel the same way that I do about Big, but if not, that's fine too. You know, let us know at the Kickstand Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, and then, in addition, you can hit us up on all our social media sites at the Kickstand Podcast. Um, Twitter is going to be the Kickstand Pod. Um, and just in general, let us know what you think. You know, March 9th is coming gone, and we're at March eleventh right now. But let us know what you think about Big. You know, his legacy will always live on because in life, you want to create a legacy. You want to make you know those things happen and sometimes you you never know what legacy you're making until right. until you make it in reality um so biggest thing that we always leave with is fear false evidence appearing real uh big was fearless you know what i'm saying he went out to la when they told him that he shouldn't go out there he went straight out there bitch. and he went out there and he went out there to prove a point and even though it resulted in his death he still proved a point and actually surprisingly enough I think that they both had to die for the greater good for us to be able to be as mobile as we all can be because now an east coast rapper can go to the west coast and vice versa and just do you know, it and just do what right. they do and each, and each one of us show love so perhaps that was the greater good of hip hop maybe that made this push forward to a certain kind of extent you know what right. I'm saying but you, you never know but you know fear is a false evidence appearing real and it is only real in your mind if you make it real and don't create it don't create it so aside from that um, I think we all good I am your host Young Smooth I'm OB and this is the yeah with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. The Empire. The Empire. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? When I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell. Because I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell. It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies dressed in white. I like black Tims and black goodies. God probably had me on some real strict shit. No sleeping all day, no getting my dick lit. Hanging with the goody goodies, lounging in paradise, fuck that shit. I want to tote guns and shoot dice. All my life I've been considered as the worst. Lying to my mother, even stealing out of purse. Crime after crime, from drugs to extortion. I know my mother wish she got a fucking abortion. She don't even love me like she did when I was younger. Sucking on her chest just to stop my fucking hunger. I wonder if I died, would tears come to her eyes? Forgive me for my disrespect, forgive me for my lies. But baby mother's ain't her little sisters too, who's to blame for both of them? The Empire, the Empire. I swear to God I wanna just slip my wrist and end this bullshit. Throw the magnum till my head threaten to pull shit and squeeze until the bed's completely red. I'm glad I'm dead. I work this fucking Buddha head. The stress is building up, I can't, I can't believe suicide's on my fucking mind. I wanna leave, I swear to God I feel like death is fucking calling me. But nah, you wouldn't understand. Kinda like the crack did the pookie in New Jack Except when I cross over, it ain't no coming back Should I die on the train track like Rainbow and Beach Street? People at the funeral frontin' like they miss me Baby mama kissed me but she glad I'm gone She know me and her sister had something going on I reach my peak, I can't speak Call my nigga Cheek, tell him that my will is weak I'm sick of niggas lying, I'm sick of bitches hawking Matter of fact, sick of talking Empire, the Empire, the Empire.